0: Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It's so great to be with you today. In today's episode, with everything going on politically or with the economy, the pandemic, within your organization, maybe your family, are you feeling a bit overwhelmed? Do you wish you had more insight and tools to better deal with these uncertain times? In today's episode, the fourth in our Managing Uncertainty series, we look at one of the critical tools we need to develop to manage uncertainty more effectively. Let's walk. enjoying this glorious day moving as we are able it's so great to walk with you today at the last eight percent morning we walk we integrate movement and mindfulness and mental training exercises if this is your first episode it's great to have you here we follow a structure where we start by making our bed by engaging in our five-minute book club and by walking and paying attention to our belly and our body, which is what we're doing right now. So those are the B's in our structure. So just feel your feet on the ground. Feel your heels and your the balls of your feet. Feel the calf area on both legs. Just tune in. Feel your knees. We start with three B's. Making the bed, five-minute book club, and then tune into our belly and body. Then we move to an idea of the day. That's the I. Or we sometimes, every now and then, strengthen identity. And then we finish with our, B, our G's, rather, our gratitude and our goals. So right now, just feel your body. Really see if you can let go of wherever you were, whatever you were thinking, doing, and just arrive right here, right now. Standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful, deciding that you are going to use this morning routine to start your day with momentum and focus and energy, and congratulating yourself on showing up today. So feel your head and neck as you're walking. Notice any sensations that you feel. Part of what we do in this first part of our structure is we we bring mindfulness to our belly and our body. Or if our mind wanders, we bring mindfulness to that. The key is we're trying to build this Paying attention on purpose without judgment. And we do it for something as seemingly meaningless, and it's not, but seemingly meaningless as our belly, our body. But over time, what happens is we start to cultivate these neural pathways of attention, of non judgmental awareness. And then it starts to show up during the rest of our day. So it's like we're going to the gym for the brain we're building up these skills, these neural pathways. So that when we get into these more difficult moments that we face, where we are challenged, where we are taxed, we have some muscle behind us. And we can enter into ever more difficult situations, ever more uncertain situations, what we call last 8% situations, with a little more confidence, a little more courage, So just feel yourself as you're walking. Feel your shoulders now. And your elbows. And just standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. It's great to walk with you today. In our experience and our research, we find that many people struggle to have the relationships, career, or life they want. And the big reason is because they lack tools to manage the more difficult situations they face, the uncertain situations they face, and the last eight percent project we are all about helping you build the skills so you can use your most difficult situations as opportunities to transform so you can become the best version of yourself that's what we're doing when we walk so it's both a habit to start our day with focus and attention and goal setting and gratitude but it's also drip learning to build skills so we can create the kind of life that we want. Because as we now move to our our idea of the day, it's just true that you want to be someone who's brave, who can do difficult things. But you find that you struggle with the amount of uncertainty you are facing. And you're not alone, by the way. And the truth is, is that many of us have not been trained how to deal with uncertainty in any particular way. So we struggle. And sometimes you might feel that you careen from one challenge to another. Sometimes feeling overwhelmed, increasingly anxious. And it's affecting how you show up to the most important people in your life, at work and at home. And the truth is that none of this, when we see ourselves struggling with the amount of uncertainty that we're facing, it does not make us feel very good inside. We don't feel proud of ourselves And so we want to help equip you with skills. And this series on managing uncertainty is all about creating a plan to help you manage uncertainty better. So where are we at? Well, in the first episode, we described how we need to come to terms with the fact that uncertainty and change are here forever. And to not expect uncertainty or change only puts us at risk of not managing it very well. We get surprised by something that actually is a constant. It's kind of like being surprised every day when the sun rises again. That's the first episode. Second episode, we looked at worry, the why of worry, and how it's one of the ways we try to gain control over the uncertainty that we feel. Of course, as you know, it can also cause us to become paralyzed and avoid the difficult things. We overthink it. In the third episode, we look at kind of a second habitual way that we react to uncertainty, which is to get into a hardened position of anger and blame, focusing on who's right, who's wrong. And that can cause us to make a mess, both inside ourselves as we get hooked and get overwrought with thinking and anger and blame, but also outside. People feel when we start to blame them. Today, we turn a bit of a corner we move from insight so understanding the science of human behavior which is what we've been doing and which we always do but kind of moving from insight you know how uncertainty affects us how we habitually react to it and the costs uh if it goes unmanaged do we turn the corner to specific tools to help us better manage uncertainty And that's what we're going to focus on over the next few episodes. The key is that we want to build skills that will help us create, this is really important, a refuge inside ourselves. When we can build a refuge inside ourselves, it means that we can better manage the uncertainty outside ourselves and we are better able to influence and impact the important people around us who are also going through uncertainty themselves. This is the how of leadership. So to get there, to get what you want, we need to focus on this first tool, which is mindfulness. And mindfulness is one of the key, kind of two key practices that we teach within the podcast. I mean, there's a lot of things we're teaching, mainly around emotional intelligence. But as a practice, you could say there are you know, two two parts, almost like two wings you could think of it. Mindfulness as one wing, which is that practice that creates wisdom about forming a different relationship with the challenging emotions or physical sensations or situations what we face. We befriend these things. It's about being able to stay and not run when things get hot. And to be Able to be with ever more difficult, ever more uncertain, unpredictable last 8% situations. So that's the mindfulness part. That's kind of the cultivating wisdom part. The other wing of our approach is compassion and kindness. This is the loving kindness practice or the tenderness practice that we also talk about in the podcast and which we will cover later in the series. But today, it's really mindfulness that we're going to focus on. And I'm going to say a few things about mindfulness, but this whole podcast is really about mindfulness. Pema Chodron has a great quote, which I think encapsulates what I want to talk about today. She said, and just before I read her quote, just stand tall, look around, feel grateful, feel your body, be in your body. Almost get out of your head for a moment and just really feel your body. Your feet and your hands, your belly rising and falling. So this is Pema Children. We might feel that somehow we should try to eradicate these eight different feelings of pleasure and pain, loss and gain, praise and blame, fear and disgrace. A more practical approach would be to get to know them. See how they hook us. See how they color our perception of reality. See how they aren't all that solid. Then these eight challenges become the means for growing wiser, as well as kinder, and more content. That is such a powerful quote a more practical approach. So instead of eradicating, a more practical approach would be to get to know them, to see how they hook us, color our perception and our reality. And that we can use these. This is like the last 8%, this is really the last 8% mission we're on, to use these challenges to become wiser, Kinder, more content. Wow. The point is that we spend so much of our time and energy trying to find solid, unchanging ground to stand on, or trying to feel less fear, less loss, or less pain, or less disgrace, or whatever unpleasant emotion is present in the moment for us, as opposed to just be with whatever is present. Because when we aren't able to do that, it causes us more suffering and more disease. And not disease, dis-ease. And the thing is, is that when we habitually react like this, trying to find solid ground, try not to feel these things, we also miss the truth of our lives, of our experience. And so, as we build our mindfulness practice every morning, we start to see with more clarity the transitory nature of our moments. What does that mean? Well, that means we start to see how our moments come and go. we We, we start to see that constant toing and froing of our lives. We see it internally. We see how one moment we might feel upset a little bit or frazzled, and the next we might feel upbeat and positive. Another moment, we feel overwhelmed, and then the next, we feel a bit more in control. It's the same externally. We see that nothing really stays the same. There's a constant change and uncertainty that we are experiencing at work, with our projects, and in our personal lives. Seeing this constant stream of internal and external change and uncertainty helps us become less attached to what is happening. When we can see with clarity, we become more at ease in the fluidity of life. One of my favorite psychologists, Harriet Lerner, said, It is an act of courage to acknowledge our own uncertainty and sit with it for a while. It is this sitting with it for a while where we start to see that this moment, whatever it is, negative, positive, neutral, whatever, that this too shall pass. This is what mindfulness, this wisdom practice, this seeing with clarity can bring to us and it is so powerful. All of a sudden we just know the right thing to do. We don't get caught in trying to hold on to that, which we can't hold on to anyway. And this is the opening for us. This is how we grow wiser and kinder and more content in spite of whatever state things are outside or inside for us. Eric Fromm, the German social psychologist, wrote, The task we must set for ourselves is not to feel secure, but to be able to tolerate insecurity. This is how we build a refuge inside of us, how we ground ourselves in the storm. This is what allows us to live with uncertainty. This is the how of leadership in challenging and changing times. So what is the takeaway from the episode? You know, keep working on your mindfulness practice. And that one of the best ways is to create a system to support you. That's why we have this morning podcast. We want you to make this a practice in and of itself. And again, as you know, mindfulness is not just about, it's not only about, let me say this even more clearly, it's not about trying to be calm. Might be a takeaway, might be a consequence. It is instead to build wisdom more than Calm. So think of this as a practice and, and create a system to support you, which is why, for me, it's getting up every morning to practice. Mahatma Gandhi used to take a day a week in prayer and meditation as a way to set the stage for how he would act for the rest of the week. And it's the same for you and I. We need to find practices, systems to ground ourselves while we are facing uncertainty so experiment with what works for you and i can tell you for me you know the morning practice of walking and being mindful is has been life changing for me and it it has helped me build a strength of being able to be with whatever arises you know whatever difficult and uncertain situations arise and to be honest i've noticed it more when I face difficulty in my life. And it's amazing how this has come to the fore to allow me to be that calm person in the boat. And it's helped me build confidence that I can handle whatever comes my way. And this is where true security lies. This is where true security lies. Not outside, not trying to change everything so... You know, the situation external to us is perfect or where we, you know, push away emotions that don't feel good. No, our true security lies in building this wisdom to be with whatever is. And by the way, it does not mean we're not decisive. It doesn't mean we do difficult things. This is not about inaction or passivity. In fact, it's just the opposite. And when we see with more clarity, it changes how we show up, both for ourselves but definitely for others. So by the way, if you know someone who is struggling with uncertainty, please share this series with them. And also, of course, please write a review and rate wherever you get your podcasts. Because what we know is that the more reviews that we get, this helps other people find this podcast. The way the Apple and Spotify, all the platforms, how they kind of move a podcast up, so please do that. Join our Facebook group, The Last 8% Project. We are here to help you, and we want to help as many people as we can. So now, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful, moving to our 3 by 3 to finish. And by the way, no, you can use this 3 by 3 during the day. I do, often. I'm kind of a little off, or I just a little unfocused. If I hit this moment of like frustration, I sit there and I just feel whatever I'm feeling, not trying to push it away. And then I just do three by this three by three. And it's amazing how just by accepting what is, doing the three by three, I can begin again. So, three by three, three breaths. And as I like to say, breathe right down into your toes, calming this body. Now move to three things that you can feel grateful for. Now move to three goals for the day. And if you have done our goal-setting workshop, you can think of you know, your three-month focus, your what we call one goals for your three-month focus. What do you want to get done today that, that is in alignment, that fits with moving those projects or areas of focus forward? And maybe one of your goals today will be to just bring some mindfulness when you get frustrated or when there's some change and uncertainty, and just to sit with it, without trying to push it away. And maybe you can see that this is the natural state, the vicissitudes, ups and downs and change, and can we be more fluid with our environment, still decisive, but not as taken by the winds that push us left or right, up or down. I know you can do it. It is, again, so great to be with you today. So as we finish, I actually want to go back to Pamba Chodron's great quote because I think it's so fast, just so fantastic. So as we finish today, think of these words, bring this energy into the day, She said we might feel that somehow we should try to eradicate these feelings of pleasure and pain, loss and gain, praise and blame, fear and disgrace. A more practical approach would be to get to know them, see how they hook us, see how they color our perception of reality. See how they aren't all that solid after all. Then these eight challenges become the means for growing wiser, as well as kinder and more content. Wise words. Have a wonderful day.